Welcome. It's season two of the Near Fantasy Football League podcast with your host. My name is Will. I am Will. Will, I am. With me, as always, my co-host, Douglas motherfucking Murray. Hey, Doug, I can't recall. Do we have a name for this pod? The near FF pod. Okay. Yeah. The, the near, what was the second part? You said the near FFL what pod? I think, I think fantasy football is actually in the name near FFL, isn't it? Yes. It I is. said the near FFL fantasy football pod, but then that'd yes. be the Nebraska Arkansas fantasy football league fantasy football pod. Yeah. You don't need both of those, just one. So just the near, we don't have a cool creative name. Going into season two, what did you workshop any names in the time that we've been gone by any chance? Uh, no, 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 I didn't because I didn't think about it. No, I forgot that we even did a pod until Sunday uh, when I was watching the NFL on the television box. And then I remembered that we actually did a podcast last season for like half of the season. Most of the yeah. season, half the season. I think it was most. Half the <laughs> most. Right. Half the most. And yeah, and I didn't know since you you did it on your platform, on your anchor, on your phone. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if anybody even listened to it, so I didn't know if we were going to do it again. And no, I didn't. I didn't think of any. I think that if it's the person whose phone is that they're in control of it, yeah, they got the creative. They got to They really got to put forth a little more creativity. I see. Well, let me tell you, Doug, the excitement. The requests, the feedback we have been getting uh, for season two of the Near FFL pod has really been off the charts. Go ahead, if you could, just read a couple of the texts that you've received, emails, letters, uh, any voicemails that you've received for people, for us to bring this back this year. Oh, it's been, it's really been kind of annoying, you know, like, hey, I get it. Ease up. Uh, You made your feelings known. Mm-hmm. Um, I got one request, uh, one text message that said, uh, anticipating the greatest podcast since um, podcast began. Yeah. Can't wait to join. Listen. And that yeah. was one, one dedicated listener. Yep. They didn't put their name, though. They just put dedicated listener. And it was from a number I'd never that seen. Was a, okay. I was going to say that was a text message, though, right? So it should have yeah. just been the name of the uh, person. We should have just been with the text. Yeah. It was from a number I didn't recognize. They probably have a burner phone for such occasions. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, Doug, I, I think I forgot to mention at the uh, beginning of this pod, uh, or uh, ask, how are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm also, if I think for future reference, and this is just a request. I mean, you're the mm-hmm. one that's starting it off. Mm-hmm. You're the one that's given that fantastic introduction. I really liked your will. I am. I am will. Mm-hmm. Um, if you could say with my co-host mm-hmm. and the current reigning champion, you know, mm. something like yeah, if you could just mention really I think, like the fact that I am the reigning champion. I think that's a fair request, Doug. Um, and I do need to mention as I speak to you that you are the reigning defending champion of the Near Fantasy Football League. Uh, it should be noted that uh, you're one event that you've had with other members of the league. You did not take the trophy with you. 
do, that is to be noted. That is back then, though, I was still using a walker and carrying around that trophy. With I could have put it in my car and I'm sure it was Burns grab it or somebody else, but mm-hmm. I didn't want to put that on anybody. Okay, so, that's dude, that I did. I did, in fact, leave the trophy behind. Uh, also, I feel as if I might have led people to believe and or just myself yeah. uh, that once I got possession of that trophy. I would update the names with the two nameplates that were given to me along with my name mm-hmm. uh, and update the trophy immediately. Right. And, um, I, I haven't. I, that hasn't happened. Do you still have the nameplates? Yep. They're still sitting in the cup holder in my car right where they were when uh, Shirtless Burns gave it to me. I mean, that should be real simple, right? You just uh, unscrew the nameplates that are currently there and then you screw those back in, right? I mean, that's like a – surely that's like a two- or three-minute process, right? Yeah, I actually thought about it the other day, and I I even have a little mini uh, Phillips head screwdriver that is just perfect for that situation. So well, that's disappointing you haven't done it yet. But I will say uh, we are leaps and bounds ahead of where we usually are at this point in time when it comes to the trophy. I've kept a trophy for like two years after winning a title before. Um, there's been years go by without any names on the, on the trophy. Like that's why you have three nameplates, I believe, uh, because shirtless burns had some misspellings. So I'm just glad that it's, it's in the hands of the proper champion and that all it needs is a quick two minute update and it'll be updated. So that's exciting. I'm happy. Well, and then I have to have, I need to get, I need to get one made for me. I thought shirtless burns had one made for you. No, I don't believe so. Oh, so the nameplates you have are just the corrections and then yeah. last year's champion. Is that right? The year before champion. Correct. I think I, I think it should be up to date other than just me. Oh, you, should look, you should look at those nameplates again. Shirtless Burns was supposed to get that updated for you. I know. I know he was. I I, uh, I will tomorrow. I've got a chiropractor appointment tomorrow, so I will take a I will grab those and bring them in with me and I'll take a look at them tomorrow and see exactly what those say. But yes, I've had the trophy um, pretty much all. I got that trophy. La- yeah, I got that trophy pretty quickly after like the so, season. Yeah, the weekend that you won the title, basically, you had the, the trophy, I think. Yeah, I was still wearing a cold weather vest. Yeah, in there's my a picture. picture so. Yeah, there's a picture of it. Yeah. Yeah. That should be. Hey, listen, should- I'm excited about it. I look at it every day. That's great. That's super. Well, we might as well get into week one. Congrats uh, to everybody for making it through these off-season, the grueling off-season. It was a rough off-season out there for most of us. Nine months between Douglas's title and the beginning of the season. Uh, unfortunately, we're still dealing with COVID. We don't need to go into that. Doug has had a back injury. We don't need to go in that. Uh, have I had a child? I made a child. Uh, during those nine months, Doug, there's a second yep. child on the way. That's exciting. Uh, who yep. else? Uh, Boom had a child. Uh, yep. Had another child. Who else fifth has done one. stuff? Who else has done stuff in the? I team? think I think it's his fifth one. She's probably pregnant with six. Possible. Possible. They they work quick. Yeah. Papa Fricky got married in the off season. That yeah, was big. That was big. I'm trying to think. Ooh, what um, did Dustin do? Chris changed his team name. Oh yeah, we got that some good, good. We got some good team name changes. Finally, some people are listening to what I'm trying to get me to do with the team names. We're getting there. The Southside Lincoln Side Leagues, I think, is a great name. 
He actually yeah. took on one of the other people who made a, a name change, the East Vietnam Arkansas, which I think is also a great name from Dustin yeah. there. Uh, so that's great. Uh, who else had – I think my dad moved here in the offseason. Did that happen in the offseason? I think I think so. I think that I feel like he was there last season. Was he? Okay. Maybe I yeah. see no, that's definitely correct. I'm way off on my timeline. Michael there. was already in Tulsa because Tulsa's kept in Tulsa. In what's what's uh, Jazz? What has Jazz accomplished in the last nine months in the offseason? Anything? Just getting swole. Just getting swole. Just getting swole. Okay. We'll yeah, that kid's we'll just getting swole. It's gross. I mean, he's his neck is is formed into his shoulders. It's just there's he's got that big giant mound. I don't know what those muscles are, but it's just he's just swole. That's what he's done. And you know, we only mentioned the bad part for you. What's what? What's the good part for your life in the off season, Douglas? Besides being the champion. Well, uh, uh, the good things that happened to me in the mm-hmm. off season. Um, I'm the champion, obviously. Been riding mm-hmm. that wave. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to go to uh, Richard's wedding with you. Mm-hmm. Um, that was that was a great thing. Um, nice. I, I got my back somewhat better and i'm no longer on a walker so that's pretty that's pretty big it's good um my i and then what i uh i i did some snapchats so we had a real good off season real, real good, good off season and shirtless burns i know you you are always up to date with what's going on in shirtless burns's life what exciting things have happened in his yeah. nine months off? I don't even I don't even know where to begin with that one. Shirtless Burns has had just a, an off season of great activities of just exciting, fun uh, for the whole family. I'm pretty sure he got a new job. Um, might have yes, he's definitely got a new job since uh, the off since last season. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he uh, has a, he plays pool. At, he has a he plays pool at home. Mm-hmm. On his pool table, that's pretty good during the off season. Uh, I'm pretty sure we got together hmm, maybe one time in the off season. I don't know. But yeah, okay. he's we'll move on. Uh, yeah, we'll move on. I don't. Uh, Port Top Express. Uh, he he's in his final semester of school uh, for some type of networking, like uh, smart person, smart people do with networks, computer things, majigs. Uh, so that's great. Uh, my brother, Tulsa Lodestar got his official teaching certificate so he's good to go there i don't know what it hurts when ip has done in the offseason i think he went on some type of vacation if i saw social media correct i could be wrong on that though i, I believe there's a vacation in there and uh, i think that covers everybody did we cover everybody i don't want to leave anybody out on the on the big things you didn't you didn't offseason. give any update you didn't give any updates on south side lincoln side lakers oh well, go ahead. You you let me know what's going on with Southside Lincoln. Big things going on there. Big things going on with the uh, Southside Lincoln Sidewind Side Side Leaguers. Side Leaguers. Uh, yep, got a job. Got a new job. Got a second new job in the off season. I think he's already left that job, um, mm-hmm. and now he's just enjoying a nice leisure life of uh, retirement through the summer, um, and just really getting his head on straight and just he really put a lot of focus in the offseason to this coming season so he quit some jobs um focused uh, on the league he's really he's ready and i do got some news on uh south side lincoln south side seaside what's his name side leaguers the south side lincoln side leaguers it's the, the, S- the slsl yeah the slsl uh i don't know if i can give this information already because we're I'm moving off of the off season. Done with that. 
if that's okay. I did talk with the SLSL head coach uh, yesterday during Monday Night Football, which uh, I'm sure everybody watched that wild ride mm-hmm. that was Monday Night Football. Great game. Roller coaster. Uh, he, <laughs> SLSL head coach, breaking news, very upset yesterday uh, with some decisions that he made, you know, some poor coaching decisions. Uh, he blamed the internet um, and the Yahoo for giving him false information as he started Mark Andrews, the tight end for Baltimore, as opposed to Marquise Brown, mm. the wide receiver for Baltimore, that had a wonderful game um, Monday night and probably would have secured the victory for him. Um, but may or may not have claimed he was done with the league already this season. Didn't oh, give us no. um, He was pretty upset. I hope that he got his head on straight. It was a tough loss for him. Hope he can, he can put his shit together. But it was oof, a rocky road for SLSL team coach Chris yeah, well, Let's make no mistake. If he would have started Hollywood Brown instead of Mark Andrews, he would have won the ball game. Mar- Marquise Brown sitting on the bench with 19 points. He loses by six. Mark Andrews had five points. I will say it was the proper start. Mark Andrews was supposed to have a big game. Uh, we saw what Waller the baller did. Mark Andrews not quite going to do Waller the baller type things, but he should have been much more involved in the offense. And he simply wasn't in Hollywood. Brown was a uh, trash last year. He was not good. He had a good game one, 69 receiving yards and a touchdown. I understand the frustration, but ultimately I think he made the right start. It just didn't pay off. I, I told him you never, I would have had problems starting the tight end over the wide receiver, but I get it. I mean, I don't know. I didn't look at his uh, his his bench or anything pre-game. I, I feel like anytime I've got a – you know, unless, like you said, it's uh, Waller the baller, the baller Waller, mm-hmm. uh, I feel like a wide receiver is getting to start over a tight end nine yeah, out I mean, of ten times. Yeah, definitely. I, I mean, I think there's only four or five tight ends you're going to feel comfortable in starting in a non-tight end league. Um so I get it. I get what you're saying. I, but I just think between those two particular players, I think he made the right choice. It just didn't work out. He's also got Logan Thomas there on the bench with 12 points. Um, but he only had one – well, he had three receptions, but he had a touchdown. We can go ahead and get into it, Doug, if you're ready to roll. Absolutely. I think since I segued on uh, without a proper segue into Chris uh, and yeah. his team, we might as well jump into his matchup um, from week one. I think that's great. Uh, and it's two guys who changed their team names. Thankfully, thank you to both. The East Vietnam, Arkansas. Arkansas is actually the name of a bluegrass band here in Fayetteville. Um, Dustin gets the win, 142 to 136, a very close game. Uh, they both had people who did work. And as we heard from Chris, also had a few guys that didn't quite come to play. Dustin played a guy who scored zero points. Russell Gage has zero points. He's played another receiver who got 3.4 points and Mr. Williams, uh, but the rest of his team did work. Debo Samuel, I cussed Dustin at the draft with his Debo Samuel pick. I told him it was not a good pick. He went for 189 yards and a touchdown. Are you are you hearing that feedback? No. Okay, it's on my end. Are you on a headset tonight? Because I am. Should I get off the headset? I'm not on a headset. Okay. You sound super, uh, but we'll move on. Uh, Mr. Allen for Buffalo had a decent game. Didn't hit his projected, but 18 points. Jonathan Taylor is going to be a stud this year. 17 points. Monty Montgomery had 100 yards, 18 points. 
Um, he did start Rondell Moore, you know, the rookie from Arizona for 10 points. Uh, and then he's got Dak Prescott as his quarterback, too. He's got a, he's got a sick quarterback, quarter one, two there. Dak Prescott, 28 points. And a good start by the Carolina defense there for 12.5 points to get the 142. Well, three of us quarterbacks. Look at Jameis Winston on the bench at 29. Oh, Winston also? oh man, that's that's doing work. Yeah, so all three of us quarterbacks did a good job. Uh, we had several players, uh, several teams throughout the league, which we'll touch on as we go, that had players with zero points and still able to pull out victories. I noticed oh. that. But yeah, that's very fortunate for uh, East Vietnam, Arkansas, which I didn't know Arkansas was the name of the band. But as you already covered with Debo having that 32 points, Prescott with almost 30 points, 12 and a half points from Carolina defense. That's pretty big. Uh, he was able to pull out that win. Chris with uh, Aaron Jones only with the 4.2 points from Green Bay. That was just absolutely pathetic. A portion from Green Bay all across the board for anybody that had a Green Bay player. Um, I'm pretty sure, correct me if I'm wrong on that. Um, Green Bay didn't get you any points on anything, right? I mean, quarterback didn't get any points. I can't imagine. There was no points to be had from Green Bay. And really, if, if Chris is going to be mad, he has to be mad at Aaron Jones. I mean, 13 receiving yards, nine rushing yards. Who I believe Aaron Jones was his first pick in the draft. You got to get more than four points in order to win a ball game. Yeah, that's that's really the crippling player for him uh, that really that hurt him the most. But, you know, again, he's uh, both of his running backs came in under. Uh, not good days for them. Kelsey obviously put on a great day, as he typically should. Uh, D. Hopkins came out great on this first game of the season, 26 points. That's huge. Uh, D. Moore, uh, just shy of his uh, projection, 15-4-5 versus the 15-4 he got. Um, we already covered Andrews tied in, only five uh, points. Uh, one of the things he was noticing that Andrews was 100% rostered in the league or in Yahoo, so was the right move, as you said. Carson Wentz came uh, with his total 19.34, so that was good. Um, Chris, it was a frustrating game, game for Chris. Again, you hate to see that. You hate to look at your bench. Uh, you hate to see the, the one position that you really foiled over. Um, and for him, it was the Andrews versus uh, Hollywood Brown. Um, and you think you're making the right move. It turns out you didn't. And it really sucks to see that happen and, and make you end up losing the game. But both of them had strong bench performances with 72 apiece. Um, considering uh, it was a good game, Chris uh, one one start away from pulling out the victory, but good victory for East Vietnam, Arkansas. Uh, 142 points, pretty good showing. Yeah, these guys were man, these guys were so close in points. I mean, the benches were right there with each other, and only six points separate on the starters. Uh, these guys are even Stevens, and I think they're going to be uh, a tough matchup for anybody throughout the season as long as the Southside Lincoln Side Leaguers. Do not give up. Uh, if they give up, then they will not be such a tough matchup. But if they stay stay strong, Kelsey and D-Hop, you got to think Aaron Jones will come back to life. He's got yeah. a really good squad. Absolutely. All right, let's move it on to our next next matchup. Let's go uh, Let's go to my game. Let's, let's go to the top. Beaver Lake Mohawks taking on Boom. Not a good name for Boom, but you know what? He brought the boom in week one. Absolutely, he brought the boom. I believe he was the second top scorer with 157.92. Yeah, by, uh, like, by like half a point. Uh, he, he just barely missed out on the top point of the week. 
Yeah, great day for him. Um, and and quite frankly, it was a it was a good day for you almost. Uh, <laughs> you, <laughs> Kyle Murray, I was I almost took Kyle Murray. I feel like I had an opportunity to take him, but I passed up on him. Uh, Russell Wilson, twenty seven and uh, points for Boom. You can't go wrong there. Um, the running back Harris for New England uh, beat his projection twelve point seven. Another person here with zero points on the starting roster. Um, Sermon, I believe that was a bit of a surprise for everybody that he didn't. Uh, did he didn't even play? Did he? Sermon was inactive. So, it's, but was it's, he inactive going into the game? He was. Yes, he was inactive going into the game. He was deemed inactive. When the inactives came out, ninety minutes before the game started, so was there, there was a player. Was there a player? I feel like I was watching highlights, and they were talking about like four or five players for um, Arizona that, or excuse me, for San Francisco. Um, you, you know, with their running back Mostert, Mostert, Mustard, whatever his name is, got injured. Yep. Um, I have him on. I don't know if it's this league or my other league. Um, but then there was another guy. There was a wide receiver. I thought. That, right, so that was like he just didn't show up to play. He wasn't – he didn't – I don't think that was known before the start of the game that he wasn't going to be playing, was it? For Ayuk. So yeah. Ayuk was out there, but he got played over. Um, I don't know what – I don't know what the situation was there. Shanahan stated that he was injured, but it, he was – it wasn't known that he was injured going into the game, which is really an infraction in the NFL. you got to have an injury report. The sermon news, it was surprising that he was going to be inactive, but again, the inactives come out an hour and a half before the game starts. So, boom, just didn't show up on Sunday morning to set his lineup, and it didn't matter. Um, but obviously, we, we got to set those lineups, and he, he would have he would have had the most points in the league. He's got multiple guys there on the bench, uh, whether it be Tyson Williams, uh, Phil Lindsay, um, or he could have moved his lineup around. He's got a man. His bench went off too. Jeez, Luis, boom, boom may come to play this year. Yeah, absolutely. So he's got zero points in his starters. Um, still with 157 points, just shy of the lead. 37 points from T Hill. He's always going to be great. Hmm. Um, Brown with Tennessee should have a solid season. A little under his projection. Um, Woods. Uh, Cooper Cup just killed that game, um, yep. but Woods still with double digits. Lock it, forget about it. 26 right. points. He was the receiver of choice that day. Uh, yep. Garoppolo, uh, good luck. Um, I'm hoping that Lance gets the start here soon. Um, I think his days are limited, oh, Garoppolo, but still enough points to, to get him where he needed to be in San Francisco with 12. But like you said, his bench, 91 points from his bench with hmm. one player not active. That's yeah. impressive. At this point in time, it's like Boom can flip a quarter, and no matter what player he picks, he's going to be absolutely money. Boom brought the boom, as you said, and yeah. you got to be nervous about his potential, which this is the first time we can say this about Boom since he's been in the league. He's been a non-factor uh, for all season, every season, but right now he's showing that he's coming to play. Yeah, 91 points, and he didn't even have a quarterback on his bench to help out with those points. Uh, he His team just went off in week one. Uh, not a good uh, opponent for me to have. My my bench went for 32, <laughs> so I just struggled all around. He almost tripled my bench. My starters, you know, they did okay. I was in the mid-range when it comes to points, uh, but I didn't hit my projection. Uh, I had a horrible start at the defense. 
I, I thought that the Houston Texans were going to be tanking this year, so I thought I could go ahead and get the Jacksonville defense. That didn't work out. One point. Uh, Joe Burrow had a decent game of 18. Uh, Javante Williams, it's going to be a struggle with Javante uh, in these early weeks uh, because he is a rookie. Melvin Gordon had a really good game for Denver. And if Melvin Gordon is going to have great games, then Javante is going to kind of be in the shadows. So he only had five. T. Higgins did work. He had a touchdown. George Kittle is going to be giving me points all year long, but I do need touchdowns. Devontae Adams, there's another Green Bay guy who just didn't do anything. Five receptions, 56 yards. I didn't pick him in the first round to do that. Um, I was happy with Henderson's output. That Rams offense is going to be beast uh, this year. Henderson should be the bell cow in the backfield. And then Swift had a great game. And like you said, Kyler Murray, I'm excited for his production this year. Kyler Murray, D. Swift is going to be my one and two. And I need some of these other guys to step up. I need to be getting 150 per week. Did hit it this week. Disappointing loss. Were you surprised by D. Swift's output? Uh, I mean, honestly, you think 20, we're 24 get points. Well, so, so his – 65 receiving yards. It didn't even have his rushing yards in here. <laughs> did he, yeah, did he rush for any yards? Uh, so I only see that he had eight receptions for 65 yards. I don't know what he did on the ground. Um, I am expecting Swift to have a good season. Detroit will suck, but Swift should be the main con- contributor from the uh, backfield. And if he can get me eight receptions, Swift should have a great year. Absolutely. Yeah, that's true. I uh, watched that last you're right. That team is going to be. I didn't realize that. Um, and I've got I've got their quarterback. Obviously, names are escaping me right now. I've got. Uh... <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford. I got Stafford. I don't. And again, I don't know if it's this league or the next league. Um, but <laughs> the fact that I saw so him watching the game and I didn't realize. I mean, I knew Stafford was good, but I didn't realize he was truly as good. As he is, I mean, the stats of this guy in 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 Detroit. I believe he had an eighty nine percent passer rating. Like he had just phenomenal numbers, but the so shitty, uh, and the offense for that matter. You know, they just didn't have a team and never put a team around them. Mm-hmm. Um, being in Los Angeles right now, they could be deadly. I think this could be this is going to be an exciting year for the Rams, and I look forward to watching further games. I agree. I think they're going to be. I think they're going to have a great season. Yeah, these. He's had some good receivers in Detroit, but like you said, just not enough of talent around him. He's never had a one-two of Cooper Cup and Robert Woods, and he's got a good tight end there. So he, he's going to have a great year, and that should help Henderson. Uh, D. Swift's running attack, by the way, was 11 rushes for 39 yards. That's not great, but if he can stay involved in the passing game, we should be okay there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Jacksonville, for you, the defense, that's a – you know, I don't know. Are you like me? Do you pick – kind of pick a new defense every week or yes do you kind I, of stick I stream with i stream defenses and yeah this one did not work out yeah absolutely uh hopefully i can remember to touch on my defense later but yeah your bench was uh 32 points like you said uh yeah i and i don't i didn't here's the problem when i texted you asking about whether or not you wanted to do if we were going to do this this podcast again this for season two and i said that i had been watching the games and looking at the uh, stuff in in the mind of the podcast i've lost all of the stuff that i've had (laughs) from sunday and monday i was watching were you was did you have a close game going into the halftime i feel like a lot of these games were low scoring going into the half for 
everybody involved. And then things just really picked up during the second half to uh, make the change. I mean, your game was 20-point difference between winner and loser. Was your game close going into the half or no? I don't. I don't think I ever. I don't. I don't think I was ever in the matchup with Boom. Boom kind of took off on me, um, and I. I don't think I really ever had a chance. And then he just really. So Tyreek was in. Tyreek was in the. I'm trying to think when Cleveland and Kansas City played. I think they were a noon game, but I don't know that for sure. Um, I, I don't think I was ever close to to really putting a scare into Boom for the victory. Yeah. Well, that's a tough loss. You never want to see one. But, yeah, you Boom just – you didn't have a chance. didn't matter really what you would have done. Um, boom, had you, boom had you just demolished. Yeah, and I have nothing there on the bench that would have helped me. The only thing I could have done is pick a better defense, but that's not going to make up 20 points. But nope. I, I cannot have another one-point defensive outing. That's, that's shitty. Not going to happen again. Doug, let's move to your game. Big matchup. One of your fiercest rivals – and boy, did you destroy some Puff Puff Ricky. Absolutely just puts a smile on my face even right now. Fuck yes, Puff Puff Ricky. We've been in the league since day one. Puff Puff is always, he likes to talk shit. He makes it to the live draft one most of the time. Um, it was great to have him at the live draft this year that we did. Um, and uh yeah, I couldn't be happier to put a whooping on Puff Puff during week one. He was projected to win by a by a very small margin um, for a while. But I think I my late defense choice – so I changed uh, defenses last second. Like literally, I think I had two minutes before noon when I changed to the Buffalo defense. And they had me at, uh, I think, 12 and a half points at the half. Uh, so I was very excited about my my last second change um, until uh, they ended up with four points for the whole game. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, how did you go from twelve to four? <laughs> That's a good question. Pittsburgh hadn't. I don't think Pittsburgh going into the halftime. Pittsburgh hadn't really scored. Um, they hadn't. They weren't racking up points. Mm. Uh, maybe it wasn't twelve and a half. It was at least ten, ten or eleven uh-huh. points and a half. Uh, because I was. I was just like, this is fucking awesome. Last second change, two minutes before game time. I made this change to Buffalo, and it's paying off big time. Uh, but nonetheless, I still I still did it. But if on my team at the half, I didn't have very good points. Um, things were not looking very good. Now, when you say when you say at the half, are you talking about halftime of like the noon games? What are you talking about at the half? Yeah, I'm talking about the noon game. So most of my players were were noon gamers. Okay. Um, so the majority of my team got a pretty early start, uh, and at halftime for actual games, the noon games, um, my team wasn't looking good. I, I all of my players seem to have been second half performances um, to get me the points that I. Mixon, without a doubt, didn't have uh, very many points going into the halftime. Um, Stafford, 24 points. We just talked about him. Um, super excited to have him. I was on the fence when I drafted him. I got to be honest with you. Because I, as I just mentioned earlier, I had the that the, the <coughs> Detroit Lions mindset, the Matt Stafford play with Detroit, uh, two, oh, two, what, two, three playoff appearances, never won a playoff game. They never were really a team that anybody, I think, would worry about. I just wasn't sure that Stafford was going to be a great player for me. Only 24 points. When I say only, that's still great. But I think I'm looking forward to him. He looked solid. He looked comfortable. 
he looked strong and the Rams looked strong. So I think I'm going to have a great season from Stafford. Uh, D. Henry, it was a struggle for Tennessee to begin with on the day, I believe. Um, So I'm not concerned about that. Ten points, still got double digits, made me happy. Uh, Mixon, I'll be honest with you, I was pretty shocked to see 25 come out of him. Can't beat that. Um, Diggs, they had a rough day. I'm not concerned about 69 yards from Stephon Diggs. I think he's going to be great for me. Allen did a great job, 19 points. Can't go wrong there. Um, Cooks, like you said, surprised to see the numbers out of the Titans, uh, excuse me, out of Houston. Tyrod Taylor, 23 points. He was the last second change for me as well. Um, I believe I had my bench quarterback. Did I not? Did I? Yes. I had golf, which I should have let golf in there. Um, Within the last uh, hour or so, or definitely on Sunday, I made the change from Taylor to golf. I just wasn't sure where to go on that. And and Taylor, what Taylor started for the chargers last year for one game, like, Tyrod Taylor seems to be that quarterback that is always a starter when he first gets to a team, but it doesn't last past game one. Um, and so I kind of had that fear going into this week. Um, but knowing where he's at and with what's going on with Sean Watson, I know Taylor can be a good quarterback. He's versatile. He can run. So I said, fuck it. Let's start him. Uh, it didn't seem to be a lot of confidence with golf on television and, and the things that I was hearing. Um, and with Detroit in general. So I said, fuck it, let's bench them. But 29 points from golf on the bench, I'll take that all day. Uh, I think across the board, my team really did good. 153 points. I think I had, what, third, fourth highest points in the league? Third highest. I'm in third. So no complaints there. My bench did fairly well. Um, Yeah, Aguilar, that surprised me with 18 points there. Penny, I think he's going to end up getting uh, the boot here. I'm looking at some other players. Um, Hooper, I'd like to see more points out of him. Campbell, I just picked him up uh, this week. He was a last minute. I, dro- I don't know who I dropped to pick him up, so I don't have any. I'm not sure about Paris Campbell, what he's capable of. But I'm feeling good about the victory. As I've already mentioned, 73 points. I didn't mention, but 73 points from the bench is great. 153 total points from my starters. And beating Puff Puff Ricky in week one is a very good feeling, and we're happy with uh, where we're at going in week two. Yeah, so Rashad Penny's going to be out for a little while, I think, with his calf issues. So dropping him would make sense. Um, yeah, you guys did work, man. I, mean, I was going to tell you that, man, putting Taylor in was a great start. But then I see that Goff just went off on your bench. Goff was only projected for 15 points, ended up scoring 29. But, I mean, that really was a good start for Taylor. Um, he did work 23 points. Uh, basically, everybody, both of you were horrible on the defensive side. Four points to 1.5. Um, there's just not, there wasn't a lot Rich could have done to keep, keep up in this game. He could have started Jamar Chase. Um, unfortunately for him, he's going to have to deal with Saquon Barkley this year. Saquon went for 26 rushing yards, one reception for one yard. Um, I that's that's scary. Uh, he's going with T Law and, and Tua who uh, combined for 39 points. That's pretty good. T. Lawrence had 332 yards. Eckler had a good game. Chase Edmonds had a good game. Justin Jefferson had a decent game, but not what you want out of Justin Jefferson. Scary Terry there. Antonio was a great start uh, on Thursday night, 121 receiving yards for a touchdown. Um, but he just couldn't keep pace with you, which which happens when somebody scores 150. Uh, looking at his bench, 
he's got some guys there on his bench. He can help out. You guys also had a great week on the bench. I'm I'm like the only guy who didn't score points on the bench. I'm getting kind of nervous about this. Or Marvin Jones had 15, Godert with 14, Singletary with 11, and Jamar Chase with 20. So there are points to be had for uh, Ricky. So he'll try to bounce back with a better week in week two to get over that 117. He was 27 points under his projection. So not what you want to see. You were right at your projection. Projected yeah. at 151, ended up with 153. Have to like that. Absolutely. And real quickly, uh, not to do with his fantasy football, but speaking of rugs, I'm watching the uh, the game uh, last night. And I don't know about you, but it really is starting to bother me with these players wearing their jewelry uh, on game day. It absolutely blew my mind to see this rugs with a diamond necklace Um damn near like a choker so it didn't even fit under his pads it was always out and about you could always see it guarantee he spent five digits on this diamond necklace he's wearing it during a fucking football game i can't believe that coach fucking uh those permascow gruden i just i feel like gruden's the kind of guy that'd be like what do you this isn't this isn't a fashion show take your bling off and let's play some fucking hard-nosed football but you're all concerned about looking all flashy on the field. I don't think it should be – I think coaches should put a kibosh on that. Can you say that <laughs> word? Well, I don't know if that – that could be a bad word. I don't know if that's a bad word. Uh, it annoyed me. That's all I got on that. I think uh, kibosh is okay. I thought that was a food. Is a kibosh not a food? I don't know. There's so many things nowadays people can't say. As soon as I said that, I felt like maybe that was a slang word that means something bad and I shouldn't have said it. Hey, you're safe here, Douglas. You're safe. Yeah. Well, you're you're safe for the most part. It really depends on what else you happen to say, but we're just you know, you're you're okay, Doug. It's okay. Thanks. Uh we'll go ahead and move on to the closest game of the week. Um well, Mr. Burns, Dr. Burns versus Pork Chop Express, two awful team names, two good championship, former championship owners. Um this one came down to the wire. Uh, Shoki let us know. He brought the conversation to our thread last night to see if he could pull it off. I didn't think he was going to pull it off. He all he, he was like a half yard away from pulling this off, and it just wasn't enough time to get it. Uh, so 138.7, 137.2. You got to hate losing by 1.7 points. Yeah, when you look at Dr. Burns, man, Odell Beckham scores zero. Zeke scores five. And you get the win. Holy moly. That's a crazy man. The reason why he gets the win is because his other receivers went off. Amari Cooper with 38.9 points. Adam Thielen with 30.2. I mean, that 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 took the game for him because uh, his quarterbacks didn't do great. His quarterbacks combined for 30. Judy, who's now on the IR, that sucks for Burns. He's going to be out for the next six-plus weeks. Uh, did give him 13 points before getting injured. Um, CEH and his and Zeke again, not much, man. 15 points. Uh, you know, looking at this, Burns is very, very lucky to make it out with the victory. And the reason why he made it out with the victory is because Port Shop Express got the Green Bay factor of Aaron Rodgers going for 3.32 points. Oh. oh, that's hard to see. I didn't realize that uh, A. Rogers put up 3.32 points. That's just absolutely laughable and painful and oof. That's bad business. You're right, though. Two players, two players, Cooper and Thielen, wrapped it up for Burns. Um, 
who 3.32 points from Rogers. Chubb did a great job. Uh, his running back from uh, Jacksonville didn't help him out any. Uh, Baller Waller, he was a second half performer as well. Um, I believe going into halftime, he definitely didn't have a game. Um, but second half, he performed. Uh, those are the numbers that, that helped me get to the championship last season with D. Waller. Um, so he's got to be happy with that performance. Um, C.D. Lamb, he had a great game, 23 points. Um, Derek, I was Carr, 25 points from Carr, six points from Boyd. Um, Bench, he brought in 67 points. Um, so he definitely has some people. Landry, that's a great game for him. I don't think last season uh, it was very rare that you saw Landry putting up 19 points. Um, so that's good to see. Um, let's see. Smith and Wilson both had 19 points on his bench. So he's got some bench players there. Um, who is he playing in? Dr. Burns. His bench didn't look quite as good. Cam Newton. He's, I don't know. What, what is he holding on for? Why is he uh, no, no reason. No reason to have Cam Newton on the roster at this point. It's time for Burns to drop him. Um, Melvin Gordon uh, had a good game because of that. I think it was a 75-yard touchdown. Uh, Fournette, you just never know with those Tampa Bay running backs who's going to do what. Um, that, I don't know why he has Cam Newton on his bench. That's very weird from Dr. Burns. And unfortunately for, I mean, Shoki, I mean, you know, Zach Wilson had a good game, but he's never going to start. I don't think he's ever going to start Zach Wilson over Derek Carr or Aaron Rodgers. Derek Carr, 435 passing yards. Holy moly, that's doing work. And he's got to be real happy. Waller had 19 targets. Lamb, I think, had 15 targets. So 34 targets for his two wide receivers. That's yeah. awesome. He's got to love that. Uh, he was disappointed because Waller only caught half of his targets. But I'll take 10 receptions, a touchdown, and 105 receiving yards on a weekly basis. Thank you very much. Yeah, absolutely. And I think – I feel like whenever he, he expressed that disappointment, it was early on in the game, was it not? Because, yes, Waller had a lot of – Yeah, Waller at the half had 12 targets, but he only had four receptions. Right. Um, so he ended up with 19. So the second half was pretty similar, uh, but he, he did get a couple more uh, receptions in that second half than what he was doing in the first half. Yeah, disappointing loss for uh, Pork Chop Express. Indeed. Hate to lose by 1.7 points. Uh, that When IP versus Mike at night. This was the lowest scoring ball game of the week. I think Mike at night had the 11th least points of the week. The only person he would have beat this week was his opponent. It hurts when I pee. So good schedule break for Mike at night. Tough week for both of them, but one of them gets to be one and no. They were both very, very far under projection. Um, it hurts when I pee. Awful team name. Uh, 40 points under projection. Uh, Mike at night, who had the best draft graded by Yahoo. Uh, it was 34 points under projection. Um, and like we've stated, you know, Mike at night won, even though he got zero points from my Ook, and he got 0 0.4 points from Ronald Jones. When Ronald Jones fumbles for Tampa Bay, they he does not get to go back in the game. He, Ronald Jones has not afforded any mistakes in the Tampa Bay offense. When he makes a mistake, you're not going to see him the rest of the day. When he gets the ball and does work, man, he's a really good running back. But, boy, that's tough. 
to have to trot out a running back and knowing that if he just makes one mistake, you're not going to see him the rest of the game. It's very difficult. Um, Indianapolis only five. I mean, both defenses did terrible. Tampa Bay did four for uh, Pritchard, five and a half for Indianapolis. Uh, Marvin Jones on the bench there had 18.7. Teddy Bridgewater, uh, 20 points. Uh, their benches were okay, but not as good as what we've seen from other teams. 61 to 57 in favor of Mike at night. Uh, for Mike at night, 27 points from C-Mac. He's probably going to be getting that all season long. And as long as he has a healthy C-Mac, he's going to be in contention to win games. And this is without C-Mac getting a touchdown. But, geez, Louise, look at that, man. 98 rushing yards, nine receptions, 89 receiving yards, 100 and basically, what, 80, 180 yards total from C-Mac. And that's just going to be common for C-Mac. That's so gross. Uh, Lamar Jackson with 86 rushing yards. He did have two fumbles uh, that he has to clean up. Miles Sanders had a nice game there for uh, Philadelphia. Godwin was beast um, against the Dallas defense. Uh, Pitts didn't have a good statistical game, but he was targeted eight times. But Atlanta looked really, really bad. Um, Iuk, I really like Iuk. I don't know what happened week one. We'll see if that gets better. Herbert, not a lot of points, even though he did pass for 337 yards. Just didn't have any uh, touchdowns uh, as well as an interception. So uh, somehow it hurts when I pee. Only managed 108 points with Patrick Mahomes getting 33 of them. So that's that's a tough week right there. No, yeah, you look at that second half of his roster of Red Hurts from IP, and not a single double digit there. Um, you expect more points out of Evans, obviously, five and 5.4. Juju Smith with nine points. Um, Sutton with 2.4. Uh, quarterback uh, put up the kind of numbers that Green Bay did almost. Uh-huh. 7.36 points from Matt Ryan. That's, that's just disgusting. Um, but looking back over at Mike and Knight, He's in, as you just mentioned with the Tampa Bay running backs, I mean, he's in danger. Uh, his running backs aren't strong. He's, he's got McCaffrey and Sanders, but then he's got Jones, and then he's got another Tampa Bay running back on his bench, Bernard, yeah. who put up 3.2 points. So he's going to definitely be looking for some help, help from running backs, or he needs to get those wide receivers started and, and, and bench that running back on that down there at the bottom of his roster. Yeah. Um, but yeah, once again, that was just a terrible, terrible performance for Hertz when I pee. Uh, you can't have one, two, three, four, five players on your bench, not come close to their projections. There's no way you're going to win or excuse me, five players on your starting roster, not come anywhere close to their projection. No double digits from five players. You don't have a chance of winning. I mean, my God, in this league, if you're not getting double digits from every one of your players, there's no point in even paying attention to the rest of the day. It's just not going to happen for you. Mm-hmm. So to see half of his uh, starting team perform like that, that's why you get 108 points from your starters. Yeah, I mean, like you said, they missed their projections by a lot. <laughs> I mean, Evans missed by 11. Uh, Juju missed by 5. Sutton missed by 12. Matt Ryan missed by 12. Tampa Bay missed by 5. Good gravy. That's a tough yeah, they weren't even close. This is, this is when you got to know that it, it is a marathon. It's not a sprint. Uh, you just never know what's going to happen in week one. It could be bad matchups. It could just be just not the way it went. I mean, Mike Evans just wasn't a factor at all in the, in the game against Dallas. And it could be a completely different situation this week against Atlanta. So, um, you know, you just got to shake it off for, every, for all six of us that lost this week or had a bad week. 
just got to shake it off. We got 13 more weeks to go, man. It's a marathon. It's it's a sprint. So don't panic. Get ready to go for week two. That's all you can really do. Yeah. So I was going to say that to uh, Chris last night via text message, but I couldn't think of how many games we actually had. I was going <laughs> to say there's still 16 games. Correct me if I'm wrong. There's like 16. There's a 17 game season or 16 game season in the NFL. Yeah. 17 games. So I was going to, I started typing, keep your head up. There's 16 more games left. Mm-hmm. Then I realized, wait a minute. No, there's not. I don't know how many games we actually have. <laughs> so I just didn't say anything at all. <laughs> Chris, if you listen to this, keep your head up, buddy. There's yeah. still 13 games left. Yeah, we got a long ways to go. 114th, Doug. What what percentage is that? Go ahead. Oh, uh, what? Did you say what? 114th. What percentage is one out of 14? Go ahead. Let me know. Oh, you want so what you're telling me is how much percentage that we've won out of 14? How, yeah, how how much of the season have we finished now with week one out of the rounds, out of the books, out of the schedule? 114th. What what percentage is that? Well, that's easy. So yeah. you really need me to tell you you don't you can't figure that out on your own? I uh, know. I, I was gonna I was gonna throw it to you for that part. You just go ahead. You go ahead. You let me know. I'm telling you, we've played one fourteenth of the season, and you're gonna tell me what percentage that is. Yeah, a very low percentage, my friend. A very low percentage. So exactly. keep your head up, boys, because keep the majority of the season is still ahead of you. Thirteen fourteenth of the season is left. Doug, go ahead. Tell me what percentage that is. <laughs> I don't. I don't have it. I don't have it. I don't have it. Woo! It's a whole lot of season. I just covered that already. I don't know why yeah, you. Yeah, you. Don't know why we're bringing yeah, that up again? Let, let, let's go to the. Let's go to the final matchup of the week. It was a blowout. Uh, the Tulsa Load Stars scored points for days. I mean, they just everywhere, every, every, everywhere you looked, points were being scored. Uh, they scored 113 points yeah. on the bench. Absolutely. That would have beat Everts when I pee. <laughs> yeah. It would have beat it wouldn't have beat your dad too. Wouldn't Mike and Knight score no, again? It just uh, one seventeen, so he would have been four points shy. So just, just shy of Bob Ricky and Mike at night. Wow. That is impressive. That is impressive. I tell you what, when I look at Tulsa Lodestar, I think that's a guy I don't want to face this season. <laughs> I'm really nervous about that guy. I can tell you what. Glad you a bit back from season one. Good job. Thank you. I, Thank you. I appreciate that. So let's look at uh, Tulsa Lodestar. 158 points, the most points of the week. Um, he was right at his projection, a 153. Uh, Tom Brady, uh, and he put he, he starts Daniel Jones, who's just a horrendous quarterback. And but uh, Daniel Jones still scores 22 points, uh, 267 passing yards. But man, the Giants are so so bad, and he doesn't have a quarterback on his bench. So I guess he's going to roll with Daniel Jones for a little while yet. Um, so we'll see if Daniel Jones can score 22 points a week. Uh, Tom Brady, I have no doubts that Tom Brady can score close to 29 points a week, no matter how old balls he gets. His running backs did great. Dalvin Cook and Kareem Hunt, 21 and 17. Uh, his receivers didn't do a lot, but it, he had a great tight end there, TJ Hawkinson with 25 points. Um, Robbie Anderson with 12. He only had one reception, but it was a 57-yard touchdown. So you got to like that. A-Rob had a difficult matchup in week one, so you're going to get much better weeks 
uh, in the future from A-Rob at 9.5. Calvin Ridley, you're going to get much better weeks from Calvin Ridley than what you got from week one. So even though he came out as the top points, there's still potential for more points here because his receivers didn't step up this week. Um, He had a good week from his defense for the Rams. And then you look at his bench, man. Corey Davis with 26 points. Naeem Hines with 14. Cole Beasley with 14. Freaking Gronk. Gronking around with 29 points. And Christian Kirk with 24 points. Good Lord, man. He's got Boston Scott on there. He'll probably find something else to do with Boston Scott. Boston Scott didn't play one snap for Philadelphia. Um, so nothing there. But 113 points on the bench, the most in the league. 158 in the starting lineup, the most in the league. Tulsa Lodestar throwing down the gauntlet for everybody to take the notice. But I do see some weaknesses, as you just mentioned. I think, uh, obviously, he's going to need to pick up another quarterback um, at some point in time. I don't think that Cole Beasley – I don't feel like he's been that strong of a, of a player in, in, in the past. Um, but 14 points from him is great. Gronkowski, forget about it. I just don't think Gronk's putting up 29 points – for him to do 29 points was just absolutely phenomenal. Uh, yeah. I don't think – and, again, I'm only going off of last season's points. Scores, I don't think Gronk had that strong of a season last year. Um, yeah, Gronk was an afterthought until the playoffs came, um, and it's almost like they were resting him all season just for the playoff run. They went opposite this year, um, and he came out str- – I, I, I also <laughs> didn't think Gronk was a rosterable player. Um, on a ros- on for a roster this year, he's old and he's he's crippled. But man, he he balled out against Dallas. We'll, we'll see if he can do that against more defenses. Yeah, uh, he just I think uh, you know Tulsa Lodestar just had everybody firing firing on all cinder- cylinders for the most part. Um, is he going to be able to maintain that all year? I don't think so. But hell of a hell of a start. You can't. You just got to feel good about that. 113 points from the bench with uh, Scott scoring nothing and Pittman with 5.9 points. Everybody else just absolutely destroyed their projections. That's so impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, Mankai Barry, come on, buddy, come on, Mankai. I <laughs> I'm hoping to see big things out of Mankai one of these years. Uh, <laughs> hopefully, he can get it turned around. Jalen Hurts, 28 points. Great day for him. Kamara is going to be huge for him every game, inside and out. Uh, Najee Harris remains to be seen. Got a rookie running back there in Pittsburgh. Uh, I think he, he should see some good things, hopefully, from him. Um, but 5.9, not a good uh, week one game for uh, Harris. Cup absolutely killed it. Great game for Cup, 23.8 points. And he's going to see those numbers day, game in and game out. Um, Jones, that's a, that's a toss up, is it not? He's getting old. Um, first year in Tennessee and the way they played, uh, the first week, Tennessee, they just did shitty across the board. Mm -hmm. Um, but hopefully you can see the kind of numbers he put up in Atlanta in Tennessee. Uh, Claypool, not a, he had a slow start to his game. I remember them, uh, commenting, um, how he hadn't even seen a look in quite some time in the game. Um, but 10 points, I think he got lucky to pull out that 10. Um, I don't know anything about Washington. I didn't see anything. I don't know if that's if that's bad for Gibson uh, to put in 12.8 points. Um, Chenault, bless you, 12.9 points. Uh, Baltimore, 7. His bench wasn't good at all. Fields, thought that was great. Went in for the one play, threw the touchdown. Um, and with the, the same thing with Lance, wasn't it? Those guys got in for like one throwing play, and each one of them was a touchdown. 
I didn't, I didn't get to see how much Lance got to play. I did watch Fields. I watched the Sunday night game. Fields got in there for a rushing touchdown. Yeah, he ran and, and, and did some other gimmicky stuff. Uh, but just a little bit of action here and there. Dalton was awful, but I think I, I think it's going to be a few weeks. He's going to have to be patient with Fields, which I think he will be. Sure. Uh, but I don't. He doesn't have a second quarterback, does he? He's only got no. He's got who he started. Um, wow. So he's got Hertz and oh, Hertz and Fields. Fields. That's it. He's Yikes. got nobody. You. <laughs> okay. Well, in Mankai Barry's defense, he had a. I don't know how much of the live drafting he actually did. Yeah. He was at a wedding, um, at a rehearsal dinner uh, for the draft. So. That definitely hurt. I didn't realize he didn't have a, a second quarterback. Um, obviously, with uh, Hilton and Edwards in the IR, uh, his bench wasn't strong at all. Uh, he's uh, well. There's there's no points for him. I, I don't know why he's much like a um, Burns with Cam Newton. I don't know why Gus Edwards is still on the roster for for Mankai. There, he's out for the season. Um, so let's chop up. Let's get going. Put a, yeah, I think quarterback we, in there. I think looking at this, um, how everybody's kind of uh, what everybody's roster is looking like uh, after week one. I think we're definitely seeing some uh, coaches here, some some owners that are not uh, putting in the work that they need to to be successful. Got to yeah. do that due diligence. Look at your roster. Look at your bench. Um, see the available players and make some moves, boys. Uh, if you're going to do anything in this league, that's right. It's a good speech, Doug. Uh, you know, he did get he did have uh, 25 points there from Jamal Williams. I think Jamal Williams could be pretty good for Detroit, um, even though he has to share it with uh, DeAndre, uh, Mr. Swift. I can't think of people's first names all of a sudden. But the 25 points there on the on the bench uh, was much better than Najee. The thing I'll say about Najee is that he played every single offensive snap for the Steelers. They just didn't have a whole lot of offense. They only had 55 offensive plays. But Najee was in there for all 55 of them, which is very, very rare for running backs. Uh, so Jazz has to like that a lot. He just needs more points because obviously he, he finished 12 points under projection. Yeah, I got nothing else to add to that. So we got six teams 1-0. and We got six teams 0-1. Let's see what we got for our week two matchups. If I can figure out how to navigate this page correctly. We got uh, – oh, Doug, we got a, a matchup this week. Oh, boy. All right. We got Boomer Lake versus Cap City week two. We're coming for you. Uh, we got Boom, the top two scoring teams from week one, facing off in week two, Boom versus the Lodestars. Uh, we got Mr. Burns picking on Puff Puff Ricky. Uh, Ricky currently with a seven-point uh, projected advantage. Uh, we got Pork Chop Express taking on East Vietnam. Pork Chop with an early favorite there. Uh, we got Southside 2-0-1 team. Southside versus Hertz 1-IP. Uh, Southside with the early four-point projecting lead. And then to wrap it up, a close matchup, what we're seeing right now, Mike at night has a two-point advantage over Mankai Berry. So some good, some good matchups. I, I currently have a three-point uh, projected advantage over you, uh, but obviously we have a lot of days left to, to set all our lineup, and we have waivers running tonight, so everybody remember that. Get in your free agent acquisition budget. Make sure you make an offer or a bid for whatever players you want on your roster. 
Yeah, let's not, you idiots. Who? Somebody still had a full hundred dollars last season, didn't yes. they? At the end of the year. Come on, I guys. Think was, I think it was multiple people. I think Jazz was one of them. I think there was at least one other guy with a hundred dollars. Uh yeah. I've already watched out, boys. I've already made a bid. I've got a bid out there right now as we speak. I've already put some money on the board, so I'm hoping that um, my pick goes through for me. Um, but uh, yeah, I was going to bring that up as well. You got to remember to uh, to be smart. Don't come out firing like Mike and Knight did last year and, and <laughs> blow his budget after week three. So <laughs> mm. I don't remember when it actually was, but I think. I think Mikey Knight lost his budget pretty early on in the season. Yeah, you got to uh, be careful. Yeah, absolutely. But you look at these projections, everybody's kind of uh, – it's anybody's game across the board. These projections are pretty close, except for Puff Puff and Dr. Burns and Porkchop and East Vietnam. Everybody else is pretty close. So, it's anybody's game going into week two. Pay attention. Set your rosters up early. Watch the wires. And, and as Will said – uh, I'm excited and looking forward to it. Beaver Lake Mohawks <laughs> going down. I hate to see you start 0-2 on the season, but things happen, and it's going to happen to you. Yeah, we we, we really can't start 0-2. I, I can't handle that type of pressure to go into week three. I'm putting this as a must-win game, Douglas. we got to make a statement versus the defending champion. We had a poor week one that we didn't want to go with. I don't want to be 0-2 and chasing you two games down in the playoffs or in the, in the standings already. So, man, we're coming out. We're coming out. We're, we're going to be fired up. We This is a must-win week for the Beaver Lake Mohawks. Already week two. Must win for Beaver Lake in week two. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I'm calling it. All right. I like it. All right, Doug. Well, that's all we got for week one, man. I'm, I'm glad we're back. I'm happy to be back. I'm glad the season's back up. Please don't hesitate to reach out to us in the Near Fantasy Football League for chat. Well, Doug will set up a Snapchat video for everybody to, to join there on Sundays. Um, so be on the lookout for that if you have your Snapchat up and uh, available. We still do have a Facebook a group uh, that doesn't get used anymore, but it's, it's out there. If you guys ever want to chat, Give it, you know, let's let's get some activity. I, I beg for this every single season. It really doesn't ever happen, but we'll continue to beg for it. Wrap it up. I got nothing. Okay, that's it. Week one. We'll see you in a week. Good luck to everybody in week two. See ya. Peace.